You're listening to the Lifting Her Voice podcast, episode number 120. Today we'll read the third chapter of Romans together. Paul answers an objection. We're all guilty of sin, and we don't get to brag. Welcome to the Lifting Her Voice podcast. I'm your host, Joy Miller, and I invite you to grab your Bible and join me as we simply read God's Word together. Some things require discipline, and sometimes that's just not easy to muster by yourself, no matter how badly you want to do it or how much you know you should. It's just easier to do it with a friend. So refill your coffee or tea, get comfortable in your favorite chair, and follow along as I read aloud. I'm so glad you're here. As I told you a couple of weeks ago, I'm reading a book called This Too Shall Last. I have to admit that I struggle with her writing and reading style. She uses so many adjectives that it's a distraction to me. So much so that by the time I've imagined in my mind what she's describing, I've missed her next point. Literally every sentence requires effort for me to process. Don't get me wrong, that doesn't take away from the message. It's just that for me, it requires effort. As I was driving to work, I was listening to this book on Audible, and it occurred to me that Paul's writing, especially here in Romans, is much the same way. And I don't want you to be put off by that. I encourage you to do whatever it takes listen to the podcast audio again, reread a passage, read a commentary, to understand what he's trying to say. Pray that God will give you understanding, and he will. Paul is telling us that success or failure in our life with Christ is not based on what we do. It's about Christ and his atoning sacrifice on the cross. Christ alone. The law is perfect and therefore reveals sin. We cannot live up to the law. We will always fail. Knowing that, God made a plan of redemption for us. Jesus Christ stepped into the picture to live a sinless life in a human body. He is the only human body to ever have done that. He did for us what we could not do for ourselves. He fulfilled the requirements of God's perfect law by living a sinless life. Let's read Romans 3 together and come back for a little more discussion. Romans chapter 3. So, what advantage does the Jew have? Or what is the benefit of circumcision? 
considerable in every way. First, we were entrusted with the very words of God. What then? If some were unfaithful, will their unfaithfulness nullify God's faithfulness? Absolutely not. Let God be true, even though everyone is a liar. As it is written, that you may be justified in your words and triumph when you judge. But if our unrighteousness highlights God's righteousness, what are we to say? I am using a human argument. Is God unrighteous to inflict wrath? Absolutely not. Otherwise, how will God judge the world? If by my lie God's truth abounds to his glory, why am I also still being judged as a sinner? And why not say, just as some people slanderously claim we say, let us do what is evil so that good may come? Their condemnation is deserved. What then, are we any better off? Not at all. For if we have already charged that both Jews and Greeks are all under sin, as it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. All have turned away. All alike have become worthless. There is no one who does what is good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They deceive with their tongues. Viper's venom is under their lips. Their mouth is full of cursing and bitterness. Their feet are swift to shed blood. Ruin and wretchedness are in their paths, and the path of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are subject to the law, so that every mouth may be shut and the whole world may become subject to God's judgment. For no one will be justified in his sight by the works of the law, because the knowledge of sin comes through the law. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been revealed, attested by the law and the prophets. The righteousness of God is through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe, since there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. They are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. God presented Him as the mercy seat by His blood through faith to demonstrate His righteousness, because in His restraint God passed over the sins previously committed. God presented him to demonstrate his righteousness at the present time so that he would be just and justify the one who has faith in Jesus. Where then is boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By one of works? No, on the contrary, by the law of faith. For we conclude that a person is justified by faith apart from the works of the law? Or is God the God of Jews only? 
Is he not the God of Gentiles too? Yes, of Gentiles too, since there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith, uncircumcised through faith. Do we then nullify the law through faith? Absolutely not. On the contrary, we uphold the law. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. God makes no distinction. He is no respecter of persons. We all sin. We all fall short. Verse 24 goes on to say, They are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. If you believe that Jesus is who He says He is, you are justified freely by His grace. Grace is unearned favor. He has redeemed you. He says, I have paid the price, now she or he is mine. Knowing that should make you breathe out such a sigh of relief. And out of gratitude for escaping God's wrath and judgment for our sin, we should spend the rest of our lives chasing after him who loved us first. Let's pray. Oh Jesus, I am undone. In the light of your glory, I am exposed and vulnerable, but you are gentle and loving. You have washed me and I didn't deserve it. You have taken my sin on yourself and forgiven me. Thank you for your grace. I will spend the rest of my life in gratitude for this most marvelous gift. Lord, if there is anyone in the sound of my voice whose soul has been wooed by your Holy Spirit today, I pray that you would give them the words to have a conversation with you. Help them to take the first halting step of humility to receive your gift of grace. In your awesome name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me here today. I pray God will grow in you what has been planted and watered here. In this time of unprecedented struggle worldwide, we can look to God for guidance and comfort. Be sensitive to those in your circle of influence who need a word of encouragement and invite them to join us. If you like the show, it would be great if you'd give it a five-star review. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. See you right here tomorrow. Be well.